video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. I am Jess, hello, and I have with me Craig. Good evening. Good evening. And Andy. Hey, hope. Recording from sunny slash very wet Scotland today. It's been a Slash very warm. Well, that too. We are here this week to catch up and react to the latest news in the video game industry, plus share what we have been playing, watching, what we've been doing, all that jazz. As always, make sure you follow our socials and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. All the links can be found in the description box, as always. Uh, new on the website is a review for Super Mega Baseball 4, and that is where you will find all our other content and links as well, puredeadgaming.com. That's the website. That is indeed. It's happening. Fuck all. The usual. Not a lot. Not a lot. A busy weekend, a fun-filled weekend. We did have a fun-filled weekend at Play Expo Glasgow. We Some did. of you were there. Yep. We did We did like a short, just put a short video, uh, just sort of highlighting our time there. Had a, a good time. Uh, the events guys did a good job. Met some tubers. Yeah, really fun, really fun day. Uh, had a meet-up, had a gaming meet-up, and we also met up with Alex and Lewis from the Cross Players. That was cool. And yeah, just a fun day. Had a really good time. Looking forward to going back next year. Indeed. Hopefully more of us, hopefully. Yeah. When we get you along next year, Andy. No, I'll maybe turn up next time. We'll, we'll wheel you out. Mm-hmm. We've been holding back the main event. Here he comes. We just we just <laughs> the dip, sire. We just we just dipped a toe in this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next year we're going full bongo. But yeah, no, I had a great time. Good weekend. Lovely to meet everyone. Um and yeah, we got right in from James. He said, just want to say what a brilliant weekend it was with everyone at Play Expo. The pain I suffered on Sunday was well worth it. Hopefully we can meet up again in the future. James and I put in breakfast, lost my Pepsi Max virginity. Now, this does need called what? out. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So I turn up to... So Donnie, Afterlife Donnie, had rented an apartment. I turn up to that. Did I know about this beforehand? Maybe I did. I can't remember if, or if it was the apartment I found out. Mm-hmm. But Donnie rented an apartment. We went back there after the event. And at some point during the day, it's a haze because I was so angry about it. Uh, it transpired that James said, I had my first Pepsi Max today. Mm. What? Wow. How is that possible? How do you get to that point in life and not have had a Pepsi Max? A I day. think you're coming for a skewed perspective yeah. on this one, to be honest with you. But bit. then, looking at the spectrum of um, carbonated drinks on offer, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of one that I've perhaps not tried, and I'm struggling. 
He did say, to be fair, that he just mostly drinks water. And fair enough for being healthy, James. He didn't look very healthy on Sunday, I must say. But <laughs> He really didn't. He <laughs> looked like something for fucking Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> but maybe it was the Pepsi Max. Maybe that's what he done him. The drink... I, maybe, maybe it just didn't agree with <laughs> The drink was like water off a duck's back, but see that not... Pepsi Max? It fucking ruined He's not as much a tolerance as you, because you were getting a fucking drip fed into the womb, apparently. <laughs> I've got two cans on me right now. <laughs> Oh, but yes, no, James, we'll definitely meet up again. Uh, hopefully, I, mean, I don't really drink carbonated drinks anymore, like fizzy drinks, very rarely. But I can't think of anyone I've no had mm-hmm. in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I would like to not drink them, but it's, it's a, quite it's, easy. It's not. It's you a massive. Atta- it's an addiction. There's no outside force here there forcing is. you to drink Pepsi Max. If I don't drink a fizzy drink for about six hours, I got a sore head. That's because right. That is that. because you've right. You need to stop. That is an indication you need to stop. I'm aware, but I'm addicted to it. And I can. Do you think we should do like a sponsored thirty days? No. Oh yes, yes, Jess. Of like, what's that fucking okay. shit idea? That is. Yes. Don't even stop. No, let's get it going. Oh, here he comes. Let's get it going. Oh, Andy's right into this. Eh? Thirty. I love it. Thirty days, and we'll get, like we'll, we'll we'll put some together for right at the end if you achieve it, right? But. How's he gonna heal cheat, won't he? Well, no, but of course I, I will. I live in the same house. I can. I, I can work. escape the house. It is work. He'll cheat his work. But see, the thing is, I wouldn't even be able to just have it to do it just at work. Like, I, there's no way I could even just be in the house from six o'clock onwards and not have a fizzy drink. How many do you drink a day? Cans. Aye. Because he only drinks cans. He doesn't drink bottles anymore. That I'm was not... a long time ago. He aye, doesn't aye, entertain a bottle anymore. Seven. Oh. Really? Yeah. Seven a day. Jess, how much does it cost you for a six pack? I'm sure we've had this conversation before when you sat and tried to figure out how much it cost me. A lot. I mean, it's good when it's on offer, obviously. It's always on offer. It's Pepsi Max. Let's see. I got two eight packs today for a fiver. Two eight packs for a fiver. That's a good deal. So £2.50 a day. That's a fucking barg. £2.50 a day. Three hundred sixty-five. Just about a grand a year. That's good going. A Can grand you? a year on Pepsi Max. Wow. That's good I don't, going. I don't drink alcohol. That's less than 10 nights out. Right. Fair enough. If you don't drink alcohol, that's fair enough because that is more expensive. But still, you're doing a damage to yourself. Yeah. Oh, God, I. I. Yeah. I. Oh, I'll die soon. <laughs> <laughs> And it'll be the first person to ever die of a Pepsi Max overdose. But, yeah. I mean, but then, if, if you've got to go in the Guinness Book of Records or something. But then Pepsi Max will sponsor your coffin. Yeah. Pure, then, de- pure dead Pepsi Max Greg. It'll have a big fucking Pepsi logo right in the... A big emblem right in the coffin. Do you would, want that? I'd, well, I note that down. Would, would you like that? I would take that. Yeah. Would you want that? Remember they sent me stuff but, out for being a super fan? Yeah. I yes. also have seen, uh, like... Somebody posted, I think, on our Discord, and I saw it elsewhere as well. Like personalized coffins like that. I'm sure there was an iron brew one that oh, you wow. have made. So that's tacky. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. A fucking orange coffin. Absolutely not, for many reasons. I'll take my black coffin. Classy. This isn't a new story, but I think it came up. I don't know why it came up in the last couple of days. It must be like the anniversary of it. And it's not the kind of thing you should have an anniversary for. But have you heard of this thing? Hold your wee for a wee. 
You heard this, no? No. So, remember when the Wii launched? The Nintendo Wii? W-I-I Wii. The W-I-I Wii. Yes. What happened was, it was very difficult to get a hold of one. Everyone wanted one. Every granny in the fucking UK wanted a shot at the bowling, right? Mm. So, for about two years, they were like gold dust. Mm -hmm. If you saw one, you just bought it for the sake of it because it was like a gold nugget. And so... In fact, it was very similar to like the PlayStation 5 thing, although probably worse, actually, and not in the middle of a pandemic. And so there was a place in America, a radio station, and they held a competition, a wee for a wee. No, sorry, hold your wee for a wee. Mm-hmm. And they got, I think it was five people in, and the whole thing was they would feed you water and you were to hold in going to the toilet. Feed and the person water. that lasted the longest <laughs> would win a wee. That's ridiculous. Oh, wow. Right? So it was called Hold Your Wee for right. a Wee. Mm-hmm. And the girl that came second died six hours later. What? I'm not surprised. That's, I mean... How long did you hold it for? Uh, so they started off apparently drinking like 500 ml uh, like containers of water. But she like... I, I don't, I'm not sure exactly how much she drank, but a lot and she was like complaining of like headaches and her stomach being sore and stuff like that. And they were making jokes on there, going, "I hope nobody dies here." That's and, so and stuff like and stuff like, "Oh, they've so, they've all they've all signed waivers. It's all right." And apparently, someone and a nurse phoned into the show and went, "By the way, what you're doing is dangerous." And they were like, "It's fine. They've so they've signed waivers." And um, uh-huh. so this girl, this girl that couldn't hold it anymore, she came second. She was doing it for her kids. She was like twenty eight years old, and uh, she went home. She went back to her work, sorry, afterwards, and then she said to her work, I have to go home, I'm not feeling well. And she was found dead six hours later. Holy shit. She had two young kids. And they had to, like, shut this, uh, the radio show down and all sorts. Yeah, water intoxication. Water intoxication. Um, water intoxication? Aye. Apparently they were making jokes on the air, like, ah, you're 98% water anyway, what's another wee bit? It doesn't matter. But apparently right. it's quite dangerous because it can, like, if you don't, like, expel it, it can, like, thin out your blood and fuck yes. you. Would you mind if we pause? Because I need a pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it. Um, All I can say is see if she was drinking Pepsi Max. She'd be celebrating her 42nd birthday. Well, our family got... Smart <laughs> face. Our family got $16 million in compensation. <laughs> Worth it? Not worth it? What do you think? I don't think it's worth your life, no. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. she was a lovely woman. But yeah, strange story, but that popped up my feed today. And I was like, a wee for a wee. Wow. Wow. Yeah, don't try that. Just as well, they didn't do a P for a PS5. You think the guys would have, uh, you think the guys would have, like, done some research? Mm-hmm. Is this mm-hmm. healthy or not? Mm-hmm. Or is it dangerous? I think, see, back in, like, 2007, you know, it was all that kind of, like, Howard Stern radio jo- where they were aye, just, jo- like, aye. Shock jocks and that. Yeah, don't give yeah. a fuck. Like, yeah. do you know I, I mean? thought it was going to be, like, hold somebody's pee-pee the way you started the story, but... Well, that's just filthy. That's kind of what I had in my head, to be honest with you. I don't oh, know did why you? my head went there. Right, well, I'm the like, only one that's highbrow here, obviously. <laughs> I had them, in my head, I had them... Well, they were just going to stand and hold their cocks for as long as possible. But, and a wee in the other hand. For some reason, is that like you've got to stand? You thought they were going to have a cock in one hand and a Nintendo Wii in the other. Ah, and then you've got to stand or something like that for like two days. Somehow that's weirder. Uh, <laughs> but at least you're not going to lose your life, just your dignity. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we all lost that a long time ago. <laughs> Did you 
say that you watched Extraction 2? Yeah. Good, wasn't it? Fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. I really I enjoyed actually, it. I've watched it twice. I, I, well, I've not watched it twice, but I watched that first proper prison escape scene mm. again because I thought that mm-hmm. was fucking mm-hmm. immense. Yeah. That was like, halfway through watching it, I was like, I'm watching that again. I know I'm watching this again. Yeah. Because it was just so well done. It was amazing. Yeah, we. I will watch it again, no, definitely. Oh, oh, we watched it Friday night, and then Castles was on Sunday, and I was like, he hadn't seen it, and I was like, let's watch it again. Nice. <laughs> I was more than happy yeah, to see so it again. Good. And it got us talking about like blockbusting when you rented a movie and you got like it for two nights, you would binge watch it more than yeah. once. Whereas now we don't, you know, you don't have that pressure. Oh, this film's no. got to go back. I'll never see it again because it's on a service or whatever. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we obviously we did watch it. Twice. And there's so much to watch that you're always kind of going to the next thing. Mm. So mm. much. I think. Sad times, it's a. It's oh. a... But I will watch that again. I think it's quite a cool character, actually. Like, yeah. I quite like how they're, they set up another one already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're but clearly trying not... to turn it into a franchise. Aye. Well, I think that's it, a franchise now, oh, already, I... isn't it? Mm-hmm. I would think um, so. But does he not get, like, dementia or something like that? Does he? Aye, he's got, like, something like. He get found, he'd done, like, a gene test and they found out he had something like that. Oh, right. Or not, oh, he's, 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 like, something like. 15 times or something like that more at risk to, to get it. Aye, that was what it was actually. Right. Just as well as Thor. I know. Can just fucking bat that shit off with his hammer now. Mm-hmm. Needs to watch what he's batting with his hammer. <laughs> I also saw a few updates. I don't know if you've watched it yet. Did you watch that? How, um, what we do in the shadows, the vampire thing. Remember I'd said mm-hmm. to you about it? Mm-hmm. I think you saw a couple episodes here. Yeah. Matt Berry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fifth season that's coming in July 13th. And also that only murders in the building, only murderers in the building. The third season of that is starting on August eighth, which mm. is really fucking good as well. So lots of Matt Berry, Matt, Matt Berry guy is quite funny actually. Ah, he's excellent. Yeah, I've still see that. Like, I I really enjoy that show. What we do in the shadows, like um, on the Discord, Punk Callum. There's a bunch of people that you need to watch it, and it's excellent. Like, it's a, if you haven't seen it, all, it's a genuinely mm-hmm. excellent show. I can't wait for the fifth season. But it was apparently all based off a film from like 2012 and I've still not watched the film. So I've got some time off. I'm going to do mm. that, watch it, because they said that was really good as well. It's different characters, but uh-huh. uh, apparently like it's what spawned the series and it's also Great. meant to be excellent. So. Have you watched Black Mirror well? yet? No. It's the whole new season now? Yep. So they dropped it on like a winner? Yep. Is so, it good? Yeah. Is it? Because the last some... season wasn't very good, was it? Oh, I fucking love Black Man. I think it's brilliant. I think those episodes are better than others. Aye, of course. The same with this one. There's a few better than, like, I think maybe the first one's maybe not the best one. Right. How many um, episodes is there? Six? Six. It's always six, isn't it? For me, the, if you watch it, for me, the last episode's fucking amazing. But it's just so clever. Let's see the stuff they do. Aye. The ideas they come up with. Yeah. Like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but just like you're watching it and going, how did somebody think of that? It's mental. I always so remember good. the one with the the Prime Minister. Shagging the pig. Aye. Fuck me. That one's fucking excellent. And I then know, and he's going at it and it's ah. still like an hour or two later and people are like, because people at the first are like, yeah, yeah, and then they get dead. Kind of, it's like five hours in, they're like, oh, that's just, that's just hard to watch. <laughs> it's like, it's so fucking like, it gets you, doesn't it? And the one, I thought the, it was really clever, the one that was based on like social media and everyone mm-hmm. had like a rating on their arm, was it? Yeah. And like every interaction, don't give me one. Don't give me one. Aye, aye. every interaction you had, you got rated on. Yeah. And so if you drop below a certain rating, like people in the street would just ignore you and aye, stuff like that. And you were like, your money, your credit, and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. That was fucked up. Like, see, to me, that was so fucking clever. Like, it was such a clever social commentary on the 
way the world basically is. But you know, that's the way they want. Like, that's the way they wanted to go. Aye, like, but I just thought that was such a good epitomization of uh, it. Universal income. Mm. That's how. That's how. It would, that's how it would work. Mm-hmm. In a way, like it would be kind of like. Like shit, if you said shit online to folk, you'd be like, mm, I'm just gonna like, and your credit and stuff would go down and shit like that. God, I'd That's be scary I'd, as fuck. I'd be so fucking rich because I'm such a great guy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm great. Yeah. Oh dear. Do you get paid based on humbleness? Oh, well, you'd be a millionaire. You'd be a millionaire many times over. Okay, let's move to gaming releases that are due out this week. I'll run through the list. So we have first up Aliens Dark Descent. Comes out June 19th and it's a squad based single player action game in the Alien franchise. So you lead your soldiers in real time combat against iconic Xenomorphous rogue operatives from. Xenomorphs. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> from the <laughs> insatiable corporation that says something to you. And a host of horrifying creatures new to the Alien franchise. It's coming to. PS5, Xbox Series, X and S, PS4, Xbox One and PC. Is anybody interested in Aliens? No. I like Alien, but I don't like this type of game. I'm not massively into Aliens. I love Alien. I love the franchise, but... Nah. It's meant to be alright. Mm-hmm. There's reviews out and it's mm-hmm. seemingly quite good, but nah, not really. Okay. What about Crash Team Rumble? Can we bring the bin back? <laughs> June 20th we have Crash Team Rumble it's 4v4 team based competition where the iconic heroes and villains of the Crash Universe battle to capture more at Wimper. Um yeah I don't Crash has in Crash Bandicoot aye yeah. they've made a new game and it's a 4v4 multiplayer experience wow and because that's what people the Crash Bandicoot fans want aye it? it's released to a complete and utter wet fart no one eh? Just make another Crash game for fuck's sake. I know. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. I see, to be fair, right, so it came out as the day we're recording this. Mm. There's been four places that have reviewed it, which is laughable. I mean, I'm sure there's more coming, but on when Embargo lifted, four reviews. Mm-hmm. To give it its due, most of them gave it sevens or eights, so mm. it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But in a 4v4 multiplayer game, you need players, and nobody's fucking buying this. Mm-hmm. There is less than no excitement for this and it's a full maybe it's not a full price game you've got to pay for it though it's yeah. not on any service okay. this thing is DOA okay. we also have the Elder Scrolls Online Necrom which comes out June 20th as well it's the 7th chapter for the Elder Scrolls Online and takes place within a land Tamriel last seen in 1994 apparently um, it has already been out for PC and Mac um, earlier in the month, but yeah, it's coming to Xbox and PlayStation as of the 20th. It stuns me that people play this. Is this a new world? It's I, I think it's like a new world within Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, right. So I, I, I believe... I still milking this I, I think it's like some sort of like almost World of Warcraft style Elder Scrolls game that right. they just keep adding more and more stuff to. Fucking hell, man. It's, it's one of these things where, like, me and you would never even know it exists, but I think it does have quite a big player base, yeah. like, of people that don't leave their house. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this one's a good one. Yeah, Dr. Fetus's Mean Meat Machine. 
yeah. as a machine makes a, a noise in the background for us. There's thing. absolutely no way they don't know what they're doing with that name. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Fetus's Mean Meat Machine. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So, yeah, it's a single player title match and, and puzzle game in the Meat Boy series. And in endless Meat Boy fashion, there's an endless cavalcade of devious and deadly traps that stand between you and victory in a hardcore puzzle game that will push your skills to the limit. Yeah, so it's like Super Meat Boy. Remember mm-hmm. that game for the, that was yeah. in the 360 that was yeah. hard as balls? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really it's was. like that, but they've went all sexual with the name. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It seems that way, yes. The biggie this week, Final Fantasy 16. Yes! Comes out June 26. I can't believe it's finally here. Thank you, Jess, for telling me about this, by the way. Because now that I know, oh, I can stop thinking about it. Because, oh, this is so good. I'm going to off. I need to put annual leave in. Remind me to do that when we finish. Put annual leave in for this, will you? I've actually got annual leave. I finished today for the week and mm. I am picking it up. <laughs> no, actually, I am. I played the demo and it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, it was really, really good. I just can't believe it's finally the Final Fantasy. What do you mean the final? This is the last one. It's the Final Fantasy. No, don't talk pitch. They're going to make it forever. They've called it Final Fantasy. You can't go back in that. But they've always been called Final Fantasy. I don't think so. They, they have. No. <laughs> this is the Final Fantasy. This is the 16th <laughs> <This is, laughs> main installment. The 16th Final Fantasy. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, I mean, as we know, I. Could not give a shit about Final Fantasy, apart from 7 Remake, which I did really enjoy. But I did play the two of them with this. I'll speak about it in a wee bit. Was that not just like a half game, though? A third of a game. (laughs) And it's It's still not... It's going to be a three-parter. How long before the second? The second one's coming out early 2024. And when was the first one, right? 2020. Wow. So you're talking at least 2028 before it's finished, I would say. So to play a remake, you've got to invest that amount of time. What's the point? I don't see the point in that. They've expanded it out quite a lot from what I understand. So I played 7 Remake and I was told at the end of that 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 was about a fifth of the original game. But they just expanded bits of it out and added content and backstory and stuff. But then they have announced that they're only going to make two more, so they are going to get through the rest of the game in two parts. Okay. But the problem is, like you say, like I really enjoyed Final Fantasy VII Remake. I have no fucking clue at this point what happened. So before yeah. I play this next part next year, I'm going to have to watch an entire recap or play the fucking thing again. Exactly. Exactly. But it was good, and the demo for sixteen was pretty fucking excellent to be fair apart is it from turn based again or is no it's like devil time? may cry combat now mm. which is pretty cool the mm. story's almost kind of game of thrones like it's really really cool the mm. the only bit i'll just talk about it just now it's i had it in what we've been playing but i finished the demo i loved everything about it apart from the final fight at the end of the demo because it was Hard. no it was easy it was just it's just I think it was probably most people's favourite part of the demo, right, right. but it was just like a dragon fight, and I'm like, I don't fucking care about this. I get that this is meant to be epic, you like your dinosaurs, but I just your dragons. even if it was a dinosaur fight, I just Same like, thing. I just I want to be a person. Do you know what I mean? I just want I want the I want the human story. I don't want this fancy crap. You don't I mean, want it's kind fantasy. of in the name. <laughs> you know? Just I final. Just I don't want this fantasy shit and final fantasy. I just want the final bit. <laughs> See, to be fair, but the 
the so it is obviously the whole thing's fucking high fantasy, but like like I say, it's almost like a kind of Game of Thrones style story. That's cool. Mm. I actually really enjoy that part. But and it's I just good production I'm, values given in it. Oh, it's mad. Yeah. I the graphics are insane. But like I'm like I just want to have this human story. I don't want mm. to turn into a fucking dragon and start slapping other dragons and <laughs> QT events. Dragon and, slaps it. Exactly. <laughs> fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> See the whole time I was playing the end of the demo, I was I don't care if this is spoilers. If you haven't played the demo, get fucked. Right. But um the whole time I was playing this end by the demo, the fight went on for about fucking ten minutes and the whole way through it I was like, I bet everyone else is fucking loving this. <laughs> I just like it took it down from like a fucking nine to a seven for me. Oh, man. But uh, no, I'm still in. Releases Thursday and I'm I'm I'll be there. Thursday. Yeah. It is a timed exclusive on PlayStation, just FYI. Mm. Um, I think this one looks quite interesting The Bookwalker Thief of Tales This comes out June 22nd as well um, And it's like a narrative adventure And you play as this guy Who's like a writer turned thief With the ability to sort of dive into books um, I'm not, I watched a trailer but I'm not really sure on the gameplay So I'll have to check it out too I was the same. I thought this looks really cool. I couldn't quite figure out what it was, but I think it has a lot of like story. I think there's some decision making. It looks like my kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then I found out today it's coming to Game Pass Day One, mm-hmm. so I'm definitely looking into it. Yep. But it it looks really cool. Yeah, so check that one What's out. What's it called again, sorry? The Book Walker Thief of Tales. Uh, there's also Sonic Origins Plus comes out June twenty third. So this is like remasters of the first four platform games in Sega's Sonic the Hedgehog series. So Sonic the Hedgehog, which was nineteen ninety one, Sonic the Hedgehog two ninety two, Sonic CD, which came out in nineteen ninety three, and then Sonic the Hedgehog three and Knuckles, which came out in nineteen ninety four. Pass. Plus, but wait for it, Craig. Amy Rose is also a play- playable character. What the fuck is an Amy Rose? <laughs> Anybody? No. £100 if someone without Googling can tell me what an Amy Rose is. Is it not the wee, like, I don't know what kind of animal she is. Rabbit, maybe? Right, well, if that's right, we should have a bank account. <laughs> buy, buy yourself something nice. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's a guess. I'm going to have to look it up now, haven't I? Oh, Googled it. Null and void. Just to check that I'm right. Yeah, that's who I thought she was. Right, well, that was an expensive comment. <laughs> Either way, is it going to make it playable? Is it not? It's not. A pink hedgehog. Right. The new Sonic the Hedgehog oh, that they showed looked it's good. Sonic's girlfriend. Never heard that in my life. <laughs> is it not a bit weird? Right, so you're like, I, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. And here's my girlfriend, Amy Rose. <laughs> <laughs> is that not weird? Does that not sound like a girl shagging a puppet? Oh, you would rather it was, here's Amy the Amy Hedgehog. Amy the Hedgehog guy. <clears throat> there's, there's things going on in that universe that need a closer inspection, perhaps by the authorities. That's all I'm saying. All right, because in that world, if we're going to be the films and everything, there's humans and there's hedgehogs. Mm-hmm. So you have to quantify and say I am Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. It's all about Cats, the musical, the movie, isn't it? Aye. 
Was Amy, you're right. I've just said Amy Rose. You would just assume he's pumping a fucking humanoid. You would. But uh, interraciality going on there. The whole thing's a weird situation. Oh. I'm sure that's not in the game, though. I'm not. Has MD ever played it to the end to find out? <laughs> oh, look, he's going fast. That was fun. Next. Can I get these rings? Flowing. <laughs> 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 Okay, moving on. <clears throat> Unimim, um, how, how does one say this name? Unimime. Unimime. Okay, thanks. Unicycle Madness um, is a game coming out. It's like a physics-based balancing game. Looks kind of hard, but also like a shitty platinum. Yeah, I think it looks quite fun. You're a mime on a unicycle, and you've got... <laughs> <laughs> That sounds ridiculous. And it's a 2D platformer, and you've got to get from the start to the end without falling flat on your face. So, physics right. based. Alright, like trials. A little bit like trials, mm. except with a mime on a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's very trials. Right. So, it's trials with a new skin. Aye. Right. A mime skin. Yep, so another one to check out. That's, that's your lot for this week. I'm sure there'll be something in there for you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but if there's not, we also have a deal of the week. Craig has been on the Xbox digital sale and picked out a few bargs. Yep, so there's a game, Severed Steel, which is an indie game from last year. We interviewed the developer. Really good game. I would recommend that. It's down to £9.44. If you like snooker games, which you should, if you're cool, Snooker 19 is the best one ever made. That's £10.49. South Park, The Stick of Truth, which is an excellent game, is down to £6.24. The Sexy Brutal, which is one of my favourite indie games ever, That's is good. 3 99 It's a brilliant game. And Twin Mirror is down to 4 99 That's a narrative adventure. Yeah, I feel like most of those games are ones that you've raved about at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they're recommendations. <laughs> yep, okay, I, I see what happened there. <laughs> Didn't want to come in here and tell folk to spend their money on something shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at the weekend we obviously met up with a few of our listeners. Reprobates. That's not where I was going. But um, none of them were catfishes. They all were who they said they were, which yeah. was good. That was, well, I don't know. I mean, a few of them could have been someone else, that would have been fine. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> but yeah, um, we asked ahead of this week's episode for some catfishing stories. Um, have you, have you any, Andy? Mm-hmm. I've been catfished. Have you? Mm-hmm. Tell us. You've been catfished. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wasn't it? Didn't it turn out to be a fucking Nigerian guy called Mufasa though? Wasn't right. it that bad? Right. Have we? Do I need to explain the term catfish, or do you think that's common? No, I think everyone has it. seen the MTV show at least once. I think you need to it's tell fucking great. some people though. Because some you just assume that people know, but maybe there's some people. Right, Jessica, give us an synopsis. Well, I mean, I didn't write anything down, so I'm gonna have to wing this on what a catfish is. So it's not the animal. No, catfishing is when you pretend you're someone you're not online. Yeah, to lure somebody in, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically, basically, you're missing misrepresenting yourself online. Yes. And then, you know what I mean? It can carry on for ages, or like you can meet up with somebody, or somebody just want to fuck with you. You know what I mean? So the one that does it count if so? See online dating for example. Yeah. Would you still call it a catfish if the person has their profile picture from like 
pre-COVID when they yes. were skinny and everything, and now. I would, so I would, much. I would absolutely That's classify that. Would you say that? That's my okay. story. Is it right? Yeah. Okay. So basically, I was talking to this lassie, and like I was when I was on the dating apps, I was always the opinion. Like when I started getting into it, like uh, like get my groove on, I was like get a date out quite quickly because there's no point in talking to somebody for two months and you meet them and you're not attracted yeah, to them. It's yeah, pointless, yeah. you know what I mean? So like if you feel as if there's a bit of connection there you go oh, why are going to date mm-hmm. get it over and done me mm-hmm. so to speak you know what I mean and uh, so this this lasted the way um, everything was on fine it seemed to have stuff in common and then all our pictures pretty much were that you know that angle lasses do where they're like it's top down mm-hmm. looking down at them yeah so you can't really make can't it can't see look. the double chin exactly that kind of that kind of angle right so most of them are that kind of angle right but she was pretty enough airbrushed and, uh, no they look natural enough right. But there was one picture that was kind of like her sat on our bedroom floor, but looks in front of a mirror, and she was taking a photo like of herself mm-hmm. in the mirror, mm-hmm. and she was like kind of sat down with her legs crossed, and she looked like she looked like reasonable. She looked like a size to me, like a size like fourteen, sixteen, mm-hmm. right? Which was fine. I like curves. I prefer curves. Mm-hmm. So I was I like fair enough. That's fine. And then uh, we went on the date. And I, we parked at TK Maxx and I seen her parking. So I went round to the car to be a gentleman and usher her out, right? I'm trying so hard not to make jokes. So, Was that a lowrider? <laughs> <laughs> so I, walk, I walked round to the car and the first thing is like, she struggled to, to get out of the car, right? <laughs> and then she fucking came out of the car after struggling um, and all of a sudden, within a day, she'd fucking materialised into a size, like, 22 or something like that. Right. And I was like, I think you could see my face just <laughs> drop. You know what I mean? You know me, I'm no, I'm like you, I'm no rude. You know what I mean? Aye. I'm no nasty to people, you know what I mean? But I think I, it was always... Trying to pick my, a smile up off the ground. Aye, it was pretty obvious because I was a bit taken aback, you know what mm. I mean? Because I've never been like, lied to that before. I was like, She oh. had to half expect it, though, because she's clearly been deceitful. Oh, no, 100%. Aye. I know, and I was like... I, Oh, right, but I didn't say nothing. I just went, oh, yeah. And then uh, it was so awkward, man. And then I, f- I still went on a date, though. Mm-hmm. I still right. went on a date and, like, fucking took her for a coffee for like, two hours because I'm not a dick. Good shout with the coffee instead of a meal because that would have cost you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Can we get something to eat? No, you fucking can't. Uh, don't get on the menu. As soon as, the, as soon as the waitress put the menu down, I'm like, I'll take that off it. <laughs> You'll have a fucking water with lemon in it. <laughs> <laughs> aye, so that and then aye, so that happened, and uh, and then like after the or that night, she was like, she texted me, and you're quite quiet, and I was like, aye, fucking hell, quite quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop processing. I didn't say, I didn't say nothing, no. Um, but aye, she basically admitted that they were like fucking years old. The yeah. pictures are years old, and I was like, fuck's sake, what's the point? Aye. I mean, what is the point? The shade's gonna come off, you know what I mean? You can't keep that going. Well, even if even if you turn up right, and for some reason you were like, nah, I'm still quite attracted to her. You've literally started the whole thing off in a lie. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how are you supposed to recover for that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Aye. Even even if you still liked her, mm-hmm. like even if you're still like, oh, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. You can't. How do you fucking? Well, I think if you lose trust and respect, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're pretty much fucked. And even though if you know sometimes like you're like. Uh, like say we used to use a well into your relationship obviously mm-hmm. but if you lose trust or respect you I've got so much invested I don't really want to let end this but you know, when you lose that sort of shit it has ended mm-hmm. it's eventually oh, yeah. going to end it just takes a wee while longer to get there because mm-hmm. there's so much 
no baggage, but you know what I mean? There's yeah. so much history kind of thing. But I think when you lose those two things, you're, you're absolutely fucked. So yeah. if you start the whole thing off on a lie, you're no, you have no chance. You're just starting off in shaky ground, didn't you? Definitely. Do you want to read out Baz's? Because that's quite similar. Yeah, so Baz, similar Tinder story. Um, yeah, it was his first time on, on apps after not being single for 18 years. And he said that one lady that I matched with, let's call her Fiona. We chatted for a couple of weeks, then arranged a meet. I was looking forward to it. The chat was good. And she seemed to have a similar sense of humour that I have. Anyway, when she did arrive, and I'm being polite here, I got an unexpected 50% extra free. <laughs> Our photos were from a few years before, but it was her, and so I continued the date. That was just the first lie. After half an hour, she told me that her name wasn't Fiona, it was something else, and that Fiona was her second name. I can't give her name, obviously, as it's identifiable and because it's quite unique, but I started, he said he started questioning a bit more. After a couple more drinks, the third lie, she's not exactly single. Um, oh. She's into polyamory. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I would be one of a few, so I thought, I really don't fancy collecting STDs like Pokemon, and he left at that. Um, he said, to be fair, we still keep in touch as me. She's, she is kind, but definitely not what I was looking for, and I wasn't nasty. She said the other guys had walked out as soon as they see her, which is a shame as she's a lovely lady. So. But she, she shouldn't have lied, though. Well, yeah. Fucking polygamists, man. <laughs> Seriously. What is wrong with these folk? Um, I've I've got a story. I've never been catfished, but I do have a... I've been in the vicinity of a catfishing. And again, to save the names of the innocent and the guilty, I will change the names, but we'll say... Years ago, um, a guy I know, we'll call him Friend A, was working at the airport and had sort of decided that he liked a girl. This is from my memory. This this first bit at the beginning here, I'm not exactly sure how they met, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this was it, but the rest of it is definitely how it went. Mm-hmm. And so she left. She had to, like, I think she moved away or something like that. And so he had tried to get her number and another one of our friends gave him a number and was like, oh, this is it here. You can now t- talk to this girl. So he's talking back and forth. He thinks this girl, but it's not. It's to a group of his other mates, right? And so this goes back. This is like maybe 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh and they're talking back and forth. Obviously, at certain times, things are getting steamy. Oh, no. And he, the, the mate, my mates that are texting another mate are taking the absolute piss. Mm. They, um, things are getting steamy back and forth. And eventually, uh, they say to the guy, oh, you need to send, need to send us a picture of your dick. Oh, no, no. And did he? Yes, I believe, no. <laughs> I believe he did. Oh, no. And then he replied, be saying can I get a picture of you now? And she and the guys turned around and said, well, I mean, I'm I'm 15. <gasps> you imagine your heart sinking? I'm, I'm, a dick pic to a 15 year old. I'm, I'm 15, so I can't, I can't send you that. Actually, you probably shouldn't have sent that to me. <laughs> right? And so while they were doing this, mm. this last bit here took place during a barbecue that they were all at 
So mm. there, there's a couple of guys over in the corner been like, oh no, sending the message, aye, and his face totally turns, right? And he's like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Um, <laughs> and then so basically everyone at this, there's about 10 folk at this barbecue, they're all in on it, right? Mm-hmm. Apart from him. And they're like, what's what's wrong, friendy? And uh, he's like, nothing, nothing, but you can, the sweat's pissing off him. You can tell he's fucking worried, mm-hmm. really worried. And they're like, come on, you need to tell us what's wrong. And he's like, well, I've, I fucking, I've sent, I've sent a picture of my dick to a 15 year old. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I didn't know this. I thought she was like 1920. I, I, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. And they're all trying to keep straight faces, obviously, because it's complete and utter bullshit. And they're like, I mean, mate, you're, you're going to go to fucking jail for that. That's that's really bad. That's horrendous. You're, you're going to have to try and get rid of the evidence and you're going to have to all this. Mm. Fast forward five minutes, they've all walked down the beach and he's about to throw his phone into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, the evidence. <laughs> well, he's an idiot, the guy. Yeah. I should have prefaced that. He is an idiot. You need to tell me who this is, Arthur. I will tell you who this is. But um, he's what he throw his phone into the ocean. And I'm, and but they're all so they don't, they're not wanting to give away that it was them, but they're also trying to talk him down. So they're like, well, you know, mate. I mean, camera phones are quite good these days. You know, they can probably still match the dick. They can probably still <laughs> match the dick. A dick lineup. <laughs> <laughs> dick lineup. <laughs> they can probably still tell it's your dick, even if you throw your phone away. Number and- one, can you give a wee flick, please? <laughs> <laughs> Number two, can you use a shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was for throwing his entire phone into the ocean mm. to try and, and eventually I think they had to tell him and he was not pleased. Oh, I can imagine. Can you please text me who it was? I'll tell you after. Uh, so yeah, that was a, a good catfishing story. Um, and we also got a few write-ins. Uh, you'd be surprised to know that neither of them left names. People tend not to when it's stuff like this. But um, the first one said, this must be a Scottish guy because I've not heard this term in ages but he said i got catfished a billion about 10 years ago <laughs> <A dillion. laughs> i was in prague on a stag and i wanted to find a girl so i went on a check dating website uh-huh. agreed to meet this girl at a street corner and a few minutes before she was set to arrive five guys started walking towards me oh. from all angles oh. clocking that i had been ambushed i bolted up the street shouting and screaming about wanting my hole to attract as much attention as possible to scare them off <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, maybe don't do that in Prague. That's, that's a language barrier there, you know what I mean? It's harder so to talk dodgy. yourself out of situations. And but all, all the... All the no, they're all controlled. <laughs> all those kind of prostitutes are controlled by like, the fucking mafia. Like, they know. Well, I don't think he thought he was going to prostitute. It was a dating website, he said. Although, see, the thing mm. is, it probably says dating website and it is exactly. an escort yeah, site. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was probably yeah. his first problem, trying to navigate these sites and check. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. And we also got right that says... I actually got what you might call reverse catfished once. I'm gay, but at the time my friends didn't know. They were adamant I had to meet a girl and they set me up with an online account. The first person I met turned out to be a guy pretending to be a girl. What? So uh, the guy's gay, but he hadn't told anyone. He thought he was forced to basically go on a date, thought he was meeting a girl, but it was a guy that turned up. Um, Says... uh, it turned out the guy was also gay and hadn't even known himself. We ended up hooking up for months, all the while my friends were desperate to meet her. Most piece I ever got before coming out. <laughs> because he actually got left alone when they were trying to hook him up. Because uh, so. he's probably saying, I'm just dating her. We'll meet, you'll meet her soon. Yeah. But he's awake in his hole. Mm. But that's strange. I wonder why the guy turned up. Hmm. 
I'd like more info on that. But yeah, that's a weird one. That is almost like a reverse catfish. Yeah. But yeah, catfishing. It's, I wonder if it happens as much these days. Oh, I think it. Do you think it does? Oh, I think it happens quite a lot. Aye. I used to. I know I made a joke earlier yeah. about the MTV show. I used to really enjoy that show. It was it was peak shit TV for me. Mm-hmm. Aye. I it's really enjoyed quite, it. I I don't think it's as bad over here like that. Like you know what I mean. But you, I think you definitely do get it. Mm-hmm. Aye, I definitely do get it. You get it obviously to like a a really dangerous degree when people have been like swindled out of money and stuff like that. Like they yeah. think they're in love with someone, they're basically funding their lifestyle and it's no them and stuff like but that. But I think more over here it's more just folk wanting to take the piss. Uh, you know I mean just have a bit of fun with you. Yeah. yeah. And just waste your time kinda of thing. And it's I, I think, think it's more on Tinder. Yeah. I think also with the kind of advances in technology with Instagram and filters mm-hmm all that kind it's of stuff like, easier, isn't it? it's easier to make yourself look yeah you know amazing by mm. beauty standards yeah, like yeah. do you know what i mean um, instagram's a dating app essentially as well yeah when you think about it see them it's not marketed as one as such but it is pretty much one of the yeah. the world's biggest dating apps so there's multiple times recently i've seen and obviously it's just filters and stuff but like i've seen like i don't know a girl post one of those filters when it makes them a guy or a mm. guy post a filter when it makes them a girl, and they do look like, like the guy does look like a girl, and the girl does look, and it's just a filter. But you're uh, like, holy shit, that has literally changed even, all your features. No, even the filters, like you, like you read articles sometimes, and it's like catfishing articles, but it's lassies that are quite ugly, but they can yes. do makeup uh, so well that you know what I mean. There's it's loads like, of videos like that on TikTok, yeah. and it's like it just the screen just washes over, and you're like. And then holy you're like, shit. holy fuck, because they can contour everything and do it, and it's like, fucking hell. Yeah. How? I, imagine waking up next to that the next morning, you'd be like, fuck's sake. I know, I've been mental. I'd be out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, catfishing, don't do it. And if you do do it, get a funny story out and send it to us. Yeah, thanks very much. Make it worth your while. <laughs> okay, time to look at what we've been playing in the last week. You? Oh, no, no, I've Andy. just been playing the same stuff. Same so. stuff. What about you, Jessica? So I've played a couple of things. So after my struggles to pronounce it last week, Dordon is... Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing that. So I've now learned that it is a place in the south of France and the setting for the game uh, where the character Mimi visits to try and piece together like memories of her childhood that she's forgotten... Um, and it, it's essentially a point and click game but you kind of collect things as you go so there's like words, stickers, sounds, photographs like as you explore the world and there's kind of objects which you have to gather and sort of manipulate to complete a task so for example you go to a shop and buy materials to fix a kayak and then it's kind of like almost like a jigsaw put right. it together kind of thing so it's a point and click but there's like elements mm-hmm. of that as well um, it's pretty basic in terms of gameplay it's not hard and it's so mostly about story then? Sure, it's like a three-hour kind of narrative story, really. Um, but if you've seen any of the footage of it, it's just got this beautiful watercolour, like, art direction that I just think really captures, like, the mood and the setting. Yeah. Looks like a painting. It, uh-huh, very much so. Um, it just, just works really well, I think, with the narrative. And you play as both, like child Mimi and adult Mimi so you kind of go back and forth between like memories as you like uncovered objects it like triggers a a flashback memory and then you reflect on like the it's kind of set um, on a summer that you spent with your grandmother 
Um, so you're kind of reminiscing about that and there's some family drama that happened in the past that you're sort of trying to uncover and piece together um one kind of flaw i would say in terms of the story which i'll not go into in case people do want to play it but i don't know there's one bit i'm like i don't feel they wrapped that up as right. well as i would have liked um but yeah there's just some nice takeaways about i don't know life being a bit too short and making stuff count and yeah, I thought it was just a nice little story. Um, An emotional journey. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Controls at times were a bit fiddly. I think, you know, the, the scenes, as beautiful as they were, they didn't always maybe show the path quite so clearly, so you got to, like, foot about a bit to find out where you're going. Right. And there was one bit where you're pouring cereal into a bowl. Fuck me, I spilled it everywhere. But I, it was the con- I just couldn't the controls just didn't seem to want to work and and do you need to do it successfully to continue? No, I just filled the bowl. I made mess, right. but as long as I filled the bowl, it was fine. Okay. So, so it's not like one of these things that you had to do perfectly no. or it fucking made you restart. No, no, okay. it was fine. So yeah, a nice little sort of I don't know. I would say an in between game if you've just come off a big yeah you know a palate cleanser. Yes, yes. Um. And sticking with the French uh, words, jouisson. Is that how you pronounce it? I believe so. Okay. Um, it's it's like the French for like low tide or something. Oh, like that. right. Okay. Um, so yeah, we first saw this game at the Xbox Showcase. I really liked the look of it. And so when I saw there was a demo as part of Steam Next Fest, I jumped in. Um, so you you play as like a lone traveller it's kind of hard to tell from the demo but as I understand there's like there's no spoken dialogue mm-hmm. and the environment sort of tells its own tale so um, there's kind of a couple of notes that I've come across and you can tell like from the short amount you do play in the demo that there's like the presence of this like long lost civilization. so there's lots of like broken contraptions decaying boats, each furniture and sort of belongings You've also got this little blob of water in your backpack. I feel like that needs a bit more explanation, right. certainly from the demo. But Is it like a wee companion? Yeah, it's like, from the, again, from the notes on the game, it says it's the ballast, which is a mysterious creature made of water. So I don't know how that comes into play as you progress oh, through the game. Oh, maybe about that, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very intriguing so far. Like Obviously, exploration is kind of a key feature of the game, and I think that's where this like captivating climbing experience comes in. So demo begins where you're kind of cliffside and you see this big tower above you and I think to master the game you got to like climb and... Well that does seem to be the the goal. Yeah but as you progress there'll be like puzzles and obstacles and challenges mm-hmm. to navigate and it uses a kind of climbing system where like each trigger represents like an arm or a hand. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think works really well because it makes you consider like your crossover and your reach yeah. and things like that, so you don't get like all tangled up. And you've also got a rope which you can kind of anchor yourself to walls so you don't fall. Um, and a stamina bar as you'd kind of expect. So yeah, like from the demo that I played, like I'm definitely intrigued by it. I want more. There's obviously lots more to explore, so it seems cool. So yeah, it's maybe I don't know, but no official release date. Um, just says fall. Yeah, I I played a little bit of this demo as well, and I thought it was cool. It's like it's not going to be for everyone because it is basically a climbing simulator. Yeah. But yeah, I liked. I thought it was quite 
like natural the using the left and right trigger as your left and right hand and yeah totally like you, you were very aware of like where you would put each hand and not crossing over and then you'd the stamina bar so you couldn't really hang about too long and the mechanics they'd nailed the mechanics of the climbing so i didn't play as much as you but yeah no i thought it was really cool i'm definitely definitely interested in playing more when it comes out later this year mm-hmm. unless it gets delayed like everything else mm-hmm. and Zelda, obviously, but I'll not talk about that. And also, Park Beyond, I'm still playing to do that. Um, made my own little theme park, which is looking cool. Um, but there will be a review in the next few days, so watch out for that. Cool. Wherever that goes, number seven. <laughs> this advert is sponsored by Pepsi Max. <laughs> it's number six of the day. Okay. Thanks for confirming. I've still, got, I've still got one for later on. That has a number seven written on it. Do you get to a certain time of day where you think that's probably enough, or do you just keep on? Do you get to like ten o'clock and think I shouldn't have an, a can if I want to be able to sleep or whatever? Well, what thoughts go through your head. Please do tell. You go. That's me seven up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what? This ha- is the pun master. <laughs> so what happens is, whereas most people will like get like yourself, Jess, you'll get a can. And then you basically down the entire thing in like no, I don't. two or three. You, when you get a can, it's gone in five minutes. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That's such a lie. <laughs> Whereas, like, I like to always have a drink with me, but like, I'll like I'll open a can and it will sit and not be finished for like two hours. But once it's finished, then I open another one. I'll, I'll, aye, that's true. Because they used to sit in your room all the time. Mm-hmm. Aye. So like I've like that can that I just finished there I've had since I got home at six o'clock. It's now five to nine. It's like a wee comfort blanket for you, isn't it? I just I don't know, he I always just take it. A... He used to have it next to him, Jess. Like, like a wee it's like a wee sippy it's like a wee sippy cup. Do you so... want me to get your sippy cup and put water in it? <laughs> a sippy cup. <laughs> oh what a child. <laughs> oh please somebody send in a sippy cup. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Just like get a picture of him, just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. What adult games have you been playing this? Well, week? I've been playing all the adult games. So, I think I mentioned it briefly last week, but I've played more of the Lies of P demo. Mm. I really, really like this game. I feel like obviously I did play quite a bit of Elden Ring, and I didn't hate it, but. It never fully grabbed me. I got a little bit less than halfway. Always sort of planned to go back, haven't. But the world and stuff, like I found it all right, but I didn't find it anywhere near as intriguing as other people did. But this, I do. Mm. It's so fucking cool. Steampunk, like, the, the world, just, it's total Bioshock vibes. Like, I just, I think it's so cool. Like, playing as, like... Pinocchio, essentially, like you're. It's I. I just the gameplay, everything about it. This is this is the one for me. I think this is going to be the Souls game that introduces me to the genre. Okay. I'm not great at it, but I'm getting a wee bit better. So the demo is on Xbox, it's on PlayStation, and it's on PC, and. They give you a good chunk of the game. It's about two hours worth. And that, even if you're good at it, for me, it's obviously probably about fucking 20 hours worth. 
but you get three bosses. Like, there's no absolutely no need for them to give you as much content in this as they had. And last night, I was getting my ass kicked with the first boss again over and over and over. And then I started to level up. I started to put different... You go back to these, they're essentially campfires, bonfires, and you can level up your stats. I started leveling up my stats, getting a bit better, timing the blocks a bit better, and eventually I beat the first boss, which I was fucking delighted about. Honestly, I was... Jess was asleep at this point, but I punched the air. <laughs> I was so fucking pleased myself. And then I went through into the next area and the title screen came up. And I was like, that's not even the start of the game. Fucking hell. <laughs> now, I am a little bit... I, d- I like it when games do that. No. I, I, I do feel a little bit better because everyone else I've spoke to has also had to overcome that boss. It's like no, no one else I know has just fucking went in and twatted him first time mm. and been like, I don't know what the issue is here. Like, it is a fucking hard game. But it's just, it's so cool. I'd recommend downloading the demo, checking it out. Yeah. Like, it is difficult. You will be frustrated, but there's something, I think there's something special about it. I know some people, if they're really into Bloodborne, have said, oh, they don't think the dodging system's the same, and so it doesn't feel right to them. Mm-hmm. But for yourself, not really having that background the same as me, you, mm-hmm. like it's not that the dodging isn't good. I don't think it's just that it's not the same timing as a game they've played before. So they're finding it like it doesn't yeah. feel right to them. Yeah, but that's yeah. we're not going to have that. Off. We'll just be like, right, well, we're just learning this as we uh, would any other game. And so, yeah, I absolutely love it. I'm torn between whether I should keep going with the demo or wait now until it comes out, because. Does it carry over? No. Uh, so you'd have to start from mm. the beginning again. And even if you get good at it, the bosses will still be hard. So I really want to have to beat these bosses twice. So I might mm. stop. Yeah. Can I just point something out to you, though, mm-hmm. um, as I like to do? So Starfield comes out the 6th of September. Cyberpunk is 26. This is going to be sort of in the middle on the 19th it releases. It's not great timing. It's not. Initially, this was supposed to come out in, in August. That would have helped. Because I know you're going to want to play those other two games. Yeah, and I think Starfield's going to grip you. I really do. I think it might. The hope is that if we're reviewing Starfield, I think they would have to... If we are reviewing, I don't know if we will be. We review most Bethesda games, but I've got a feeling they might be a little bit more closed door about this one. Mm -hmm. Because they won't want anything to leak out. No, I think you're so, a bigger there. Yeah, we, we always get Bethesda games early, but I think it could be, no, no, there's a fucking limit with this one. Right. But if there's not, I think they'll need to send review codes out three weeks early because the game's fucking huge. They can't send review codes out four days before launch and expect there to be reviews. Mm. No, like they'll need to give four. No. I'm minimum two weeks, I think. Yeah. So... If that does play out like that, then we maybe would be able to start it in August and that might help. But yeah, I, I really want to play the game, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not as excited about it as the cyberpunk game that comes out seven days later. Mm. And I don't think I'm going to be able to complete this in seven days because it's hard as fuck. Mm. So it will be a case of when I can fit it in, but I'm definitely playing it. It looks great. When does Starfield come out again, sorry? 6th of September. Right. So, so Christ, it's only about... What, four, eight, 12 weeks, 11 weeks? Not long. Uh, yeah, also, as I said, I finished the Final Fantasy demo, definitely picking that up. And the only other thing I played was more walkabout mini golf, 
we've been, and I'm again, we're playing it as soon as we finish recording tonight. Another one of my pals has bought it, so we're we're going to get another multiplayer game in the go. And yeah, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Never off the greens. No, it seems that way. Yeah. Fabulous game. Okay, let's recap the latest news that has occurred in the last week. News, news, always believe in the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. Always First up, Dan Hauser, chief writer for most of the Grand Theft Auto franchise and both Red Dead Redemption games, has officially unveiled his new outfit, Absurd Ventures. With the new venture, Hauser intends to create original IP for, quote, all platforms and formats. In 2020, Hauser left Rockstar Games, the company he co-founded with his brother Sam, more than two 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 decades ago. Little has been heard about his next endeavour until now. And it says, Absurd Adventures aims to create video games, books, graphic novels, podcasts, live action series and animation, creating new universes in which to tell great stories. Hmm. So, what does that mean? Don't know. Don't Evan. Yeah. What the fuck? It sounds interesting, but I, I just want them to make games. Like, I love podcasts, but I, I don't need him to make podcasts. I don't no. need him to make books or live action series or graphic novels. I'd rather he was just making games, and I'm worried that they're making all this stuff that... But is he more the, he's more the writer, though, isn't he? Yeah. He's the idea guy. Yeah, so maybe he's... It could also be that they are maybe, like, they'll be outsourced to, like, write the story for a game or something like that, and they won't necessarily put something out themselves. He is an amazing writer, though. Mm -hmm. Aye. Yeah, it could be something like that. It could be that sort of production company where they will, like, hire us to write your game. Because he pretty much writes it himself, doesn't he, Grand Theft Auto? Mm, For most of them, I think he did, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's never... It's never, like, written by... Like, Hunters Mm -hmm. of Names. It's always fucking written by Dan Houser, and you're like, fucking really? Yourself? And that's mental yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. The, the way that's read, actually, it could just be that they are a production company and so they will... Yeah. Some, I mean, you, you never know. They could still write the next Grand Theft Auto and it'll just be just written, written by Absurd produ- Like What was it, sorry, called? Absurd yeah. Ventures. Like, it could be that they outsource to other people. So That's mental, isn't it? Yeah. It was weird. So they've got a website and it's like a kind of flash website. And when it comes up, it's almost like a crossword. And there's like certain words that pop out or phrases and the mm. two that I noticed were one that pops out it says some with a shovel I'm like what does that mean and then in the most Scottish term ever the other one that pops out just says cretin like yeah, that's she, weird because it's got like the A symbol in the middle and then that disappeared and then it looked like an eye which if you move your mouse the like pupil of the eye moved about but then scrolling across the screen is all this like code and then these words jumping out and mm-hmm. it's like and it there's, just, there's nothing to click on there's nothing to do it's just like yeah you can't click on anything but the word cretin just keeps <laughs> popping out and i'm like 90 percent of the world doesn't know what that means <laughs> no they really don't <laughs> but he does uh, and it's very scottish hmm. are they scottish they're not scottish are they the house of brothers uh, thought they were not because it, it was based in dundee wasn't it mm-hmm. originally I just and I remember it. But are they Scottish actually? I know. I started in Scottish. I'm Scotland. Right. So because uh, I, I knew Rockstar was like I started like, in the university in Dundee. But it was DMX Designs at first, though, wasn't it? Something like that. It was DMX Designs. Something then like it that, became, yeah. 
that's when like the first Grand Theft Auto top down it was like DMX designs I'm sure something like that mm. then it changed to I just thought it was assumed it was Scottish but I don't know but it was, it was in Dundee I'm sure yeah it was definitely Dundee uni so sticking with GTA vibes, the ever-glowing embers of GTA 6 speculation have once again caught flame after a recent Instagram live session got tongues wagging. So once again, it's veteran voice actor and presumed protagonist to be Brian Zampella and his continued costumed antics that have drawn attention. Uh, so during the live Instagram session, he wearing a Hawaiian shirt reminiscent of Vice City protagonist Tommy Versetti and wielding a baseball bat, uh, was sat down with ex-rock star Dev Joseph L. Rubino for a chat. And over the course of said chat, Zampella dropped all kinds of references to things like Florida and Miami, hanging out in clubs, the various missions he's been on, and that he can be more specific about his adventures, quote, in the next few weeks. Mm. So, yeah, not really sure what to make of that. He could just have been having a chat, also been like... I mean, he's definitely if he's just having a chat, he's definitely coming to cunt. Yeah. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He doesn't say he's been away on missions. Nobody says that unless they're (laughs) abroad fucking feeding the poor or something like that. Mm -hmm. So he's either been a dick or he is properly teasing at something coming. But I don't know. I just... There was something the other week where... So, you know, you get on GTA Online, you get like... You can buy t-shirts and fucking jorts and trainers and hats mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So some What's a jort? Jean shorts. Mm-hmm. Made popularised by John Cena. Popular WWF wrestler. Yeah, I'm aware who he is, he's right. a clown. Anyway. Uh so some guy had basically looked at a couple of new designs for t-shirts that had symbols on them in gta online and had taken these t-shirt symbols and ran them through some sort of decoder to get a phrase and the phrases that came out were in fact the only phrase that i've I've wrote down here that came out was one day will reveal all you're like that means nothing and an actual gaming website that i will not shame on this podcast wrote a fucking article saying that GTA 6 news was coming soon based off that. Based off some guy translating a fucking t-shirt with an unnamed decoder that apparently comes out saying, one day, not tomorrow, one day, 10 years from now is one day, will reveal all. So people are wanting to write articles about GTA 6. And they're going to great fucking lengths yeah. to find ways to do it because it gets clicks. I mean, I'm just of the opinion now, like, I don't know, like, it. we'll get it when it when we get it. When it's ready, we'll know about it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to play it. We're all going to play it. It's, you know, but I'm happy to wait for it to be ready. I don't get me wrong. I want it now, but I don't, I don't personally care if they reveal it tomorrow, if they reveal it two months from now, or if they reveal it six months from now, because it's not coming out until at least end of 2024. So whether, whenever they reveal it, it doesn't really matter, because you're not going to get it to fucking play it exactly. then anyway. Yeah, I would almost rather they just fucking shadow dropped it when it's ready. Right. Like, <laughs> well, just wait till six months before it's ready to come out and go, it's coming out in six months, see yeah. you later. Yeah. Peace out. But, as always, we'll probably continue to talk about it on the podcast and speculate when it may or may not come out. We also like clicks. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, after tantali- its tantalising showcase at the Ubisoft forward event last week, Runaway Hit Skull and Bones won't be getting a closed beta on consoles after all. Insider Gaming revealed a few days ago that the beta will only be setting sail from PC Docs in August. I heard a rumour that the game is simply too impressive to run on console in beta form and so they're having to work really hard to scale it back Mm -hmm. so that it can go on the PS5 and the Xbox series because it's just too fucking impressive. And that's why it's not out yet. Because you need a 10 grand PC to really see that skull. Okay. (laughs) They need to cancel this game. I know they can't, but they need to. Mm -hmm. So, do you remember the Callisto Protocol? Hi, maybe. Well, the Divisive Horror Games DLC is launching on June 29th, but thanks to a tweet from the game's official account, we now know that PlayStation gamers will get 48 hours early access on June 27th. Final Transmission will reportedly serve as the final chapter of the game and tie up some lingering threads. Yeah, I'm, I'll play this. I imagine it'll be pretty short. I mean, the game wasn't that long, so you imagine the DLC final chapter won't be too long. I really fucking liked the game. I know some people were mixed on it, but I really enjoyed it, so chance to play more sounds quite good. I don't remember the story particularly, like, I don't know, feeling unfinished. So they said this is, like, the final chapter of the game, so presumably they are going to tie up some stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't remember, like, having too many questions coming out of yeah. it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I got a platinum, like, I played through the whole fucking thing. But, um, but yeah, I'm up for that. It's a bit strange, 48 hours early access on PlayStation. It's a bit weird. Seems unnecessary. You can understand if it was, like, I don't know, a month or three months or something like that, but two days. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. not really much of... It's weird, isn't it? Aye. I suppose it's just, I mean, they're having to, kind of... There was people saying, like, so see when Xbox did their showcase, there was loads of games in that showcase that were also coming to PlayStation, but anything that was shown at the... Any third-party game that was shown at the Xbox showcase, PlayStation weren't allowed to announce that it was coming to their platform as well for, I think it was either 48 or 72 hours. And I saw some people being like, oh, this is a this is a sort of gotcha for that. But I'm like, fuck off. Mm. There's no way PlayStation will like, oh, I, oh, I, we can't announce that games are coming to our, profile, uh, to our platform for 48 hours. Well, uh, we're going to get DLC first then. I know. Who's doing yeah. that? Nobody. Don't know. Uh, next up, looks like we may not have to wait too long for the announced Ghost of Tsushima film. Veteran stuntman and John Wick director Chad Stalink, 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 Hink, Stalink? I pro- purposely put his name in there to fuck with you. Yeah, we like to do that. Anyway, he's confirmed that the film is currently in, quote, heavy development. So in an interview with comicbookmovie.com, that guy was asked. I thought I'd get you again. <laughs> was asked about the development of the PlayStation adaptation uh, just at the end of the, of the interview, and he said, "The trick is not do we have great material. We know we have great material. It's how to make it palpable in any platform. You know, how do we make a great two two and a half hour movie out of this? Make it satisfying and leave it open to expand further from there. Like that's the real challenge. How?" 
to take so much great and get it down to a watchable level. Well, me and this guy need to have a word about what an acceptable level is. Two, two and a half hours. He's fucking said in there, how do we get it down to two, two and a half hours? How about you get it to just under two and a half, two hours? Just under two hours? That's fine. Fucking sick of this. I'm sick of everything in Hollywood thinking the only way you can make an epic is if it's over two and a half hours. Done. I'm done with it. It does help, to be honest with you. It does make it feel a bit more. It's too long, but... <laughs> it's just too long honestly that John Wick 4 nearly broke me man I love John Wick films I Aye. love it but that fucking if you if you haven't seen John Wick 4 yet and you really want to see it and you don't want anything at all spoiled for you skip forward 30 seconds see at near the end when he fought his way to the top of that staircase and he yeah. kicked all the way to the bottom mm-hmm. my soul nearly broke it was cool and I still love the film, but fuck me when he get knocked down that fucking slight of stairs. I honestly nearly got up and walked out and I was in my living room. I wasn't even in the cinema. <laughs> but I mean, what, what do you think? Do you prefer longer films for the most part? No, it's no matter the length, it's more... The quality. Well, I just think if it's done really well, because like, I, I don't think people really think about when they're watching a film, like the pacing of a film. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's the thing when like, we're going to do the review in the journey too. Mm-hmm. The pacing of that film was really good because I felt I felt that was longer than an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. That was an hour and a half film. Yeah. And for me, it felt good like length. a two-hour film, you know what I mean? Because it was just paced really well. But I think if a film was paced well, it could, like a two-hour, 40-minute film can fly by. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, It's just how it's... <laughs> Maybe that one didn't for you, you know what I mean? But I thought I thought it was really good. Oh uh, no, it was good. I, I liked it. I, I, I don't like it as much as, as much. the other three. Uh, I don't mind. I don't like. I just I mind it if it drags. Yeah. If it's no if unnecessary scenes. That exactly. Serve if, no purpose. Uh, I can see like a film for me like that. It's like films like The Godfather. For me, that drags that film a wee bit. I know people fucking. It's like one of the best films ever. But they're like fucking three hours twenty minutes. But for me, there's so much shit in it that you don't need. Mm-hmm. It just looks slow paced, you know. You know what I mean? It's just like that. See, stuff like, like that annoys me. It's that one stuff. Seen the Godfather? I can't even comment. But, but shit like that annoys me. It was just like no pace very well and just like yeah. fluff. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like with John Wick Four, I thought every scene was twenty to thirty percent too long. Right. I didn't. There was not one single scene I would have cut. I thought everything they put in was great. I just mm-hmm. thought each scene went on a bit too long. Right. So the new PlayStation Plus Extra slash Premium Editions for June are here. So there are 27 in total, but we'll just kind of share the highlights. So Far Cry 6, PS5 and PS4, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, PS5 and PS4, Rogue Legacy 2, which come to PS5, PS4, Inscription, Solstice, that's just PS5, Tacoma, that's just PS4, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided on PS4, Killing Floor 2 on PS4, Lonely Mountains Downhill, good game, PS4, DC League of Super Pets, The Adventures of Crypto and Ace, what the fuck, and the Talos Principle Deluxe Edition on PS4. And there's also three premium classic games being added, which are Killzone Liberation, PSP Worms, on which was on PS1, and Herx Adventures, which was on PS1 as well. Worms on the PS1? Yeah, Fucking wow. hell. Jeez, oh. 
It's a classic. I used to fucking love that game. I bet it looks like shit now. I know. I used to love flinging a sheep. When you flung a sheep at somebody, they were always raging. <laughs> that was the ultimate. I can't believe you got me with a sheep. <laughs> good. It's, a, it's another good month. Far Cry 6 is fucking excellent. Shredder's Revenge it, is really the, good. Uh, Far Cry 5, I think it was like December time, it came to mm. PS Plus or whatever level it was. Yeah. I think they've had them all at some point, haven't mm-hmm. they? Um, Lonely Mountains obviously is fucking brilliant I keep meaning to go back to that but it's one of those things that I know I'll go down a rabbit hole like I can't mm-hmm. pick up and play it for 10 minutes and be like I've had my fill I'll be like yeah. two hours and then I'll be thinking about it until I get back to it again <laughs> and I don't have the time for it uh, but yeah great, good game and obviously Deus Ex Mankind Divided I fucking love as well criminally underplayed that game uh, okay, so it was back in August 2022 when we first heard that the brilliant Moving Out would be getting a sequel, creatively titled Moving Out 2. Now publisher Team 17 has confirmed the game will officially launch launch on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch and PC on August 15th. Yeah, this looks cool. There's a demo on PC just now for Steam Next Fest. I really like these type of games, like... Yeah, we had fun playing them. Yeah, we should try and get some streams or something going. Like, they're really good games for like, I don't know, throwing abuse at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like overcooked when it's like two plates. It's like couch co-op, and you've got to work mm-hmm. together to like cook. And or in this case, you've got to work together to like try and move all the stuff out of a house into a delivery into a uh, removal van. And it just there's always total fuckery that goes on, and then you end up just screaming at each other, but in a funny way. Yeah, but you've got, you do have to be in a good mood to play it because you can get frustrated at each other and fall out. Yes, yes, so... you can. Just make the burger! Why don't you put cheese on that? To the point where sometimes it's actually not fun because we're actually falling out. <laughs> but that's why we should do it as a community for Pure Dead Gaming because yes. then we would just absolutely hurl abuse at each other. Yeah. Okay, and last... No, we still have more. Um, next bit of news. A rating for LEGO 2K Goal has surfaced via Careers Game Rating and Administration Committee, suggesting that EA Sports FC won't be the only new football game on the market this year. Over a year ago, VGC reported that 2K secured access to the LEGO licence to produce a series of sports-based titles... And the publisher reportedly inked a deal with Sackboy, a big adventurer developer, Sumo Digital, to work on the football game. I'd really love this to be cool, but a Lego football game, it's it's going to be arcadey fun at mm-hmm. best. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God. I don't know. We have, it's not even been announced yet, but it sounds like it might, a bit similar to Lego 2K Drive, like it was mm-hmm. announced and then released like a month and a half later, mm-hmm. and I think this might be similar, but I had to laugh. Have you ever heard of the website Dexerto? I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but they had the headline, Lego 2K Goal could be a genuine EA Sports FC competitor. Simmer the fuck down. It's not even been announced. You've not seen a fucking screenshot of it. How, what, on what planet do you think (laughs) that this wee Lego game... Clickbait. Fucking, honestly, I didn't even click on it. I just, I saw it in the list in Google and I was like, you're, no. You've not earned that click. That's fucking shocking. Without a screenshot of it, do you know what I mean? I know. Fucking hell. Yeah, we shared 
PlayStation's offerings this month, and it'd be rude not to to share the Xbox ones as well. So the Game Pass offerings for the second half of June are now here. So we have Need for Speed Unbound, June 22nd, The Bookwalker, Thief of Tales, which we spoke about June 22nd as well, Bramble, The Mountain King, June 27, Fist Forged in Shadow Torch, and it's Fist, F dot I dot S dot T. Does it stand for something? I think it uh, forged in Shadow Torch. Oh, I see. I see what they did. Yeah. Uh, Sto- it's not like a fisting. <laughs> That's not what I was going. Uh, right. Story of <laughs> Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town, June 29th, Arcade Paradise on July 3rd, and Sword and Fairy Together Forever is July 3rd. Well, I mean, clearly Sword and Fairy Together Forever is going to be our probably pick of the year. Sounds like a lovely adventure. No need to a screenshot, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Get Dixerto <laughs> on it. Uh, I need for Speed's cool bookwalker, I'm definitely going to check out. And that Bramble the Mountain King's meant to be really good. Okay, last up, a bit of a weird one. Um, so Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots has only ever been released on PlayStation 3 back in 2008. It's always been assumed that the title was a PlayStation exclusive, but according to Ryan Payton, who's a former member of Kojima's team, who spoke to Stephen L. Kent in his Ultimate History of Video Games Volume 2, contrary to popular belief, there was no exclusive agreement, and he backs this up by saying that Konami assigned a team to work on testing the game on Xbox 360 to see if a full port would be possible. There's a quote here. Despite how downtrodden my colleagues were with developing on PS3. Most of them were still hardcore Sony fans and were not in favour of spending resources on such a test. They believed MSG4 would look and run terribly on Microsoft's older and inferior hardware. But one fateful day the Konami R&D team hosted a meeting where we got to see the fruits of their labour, Metal Gear Solid 4 running beautifully and smoothly on an Xbox 360. And as one of the few unbashed Xbox fans in the office, I was excited. He goes on to say that the reason the game never saw the light of day on Xbox was due to storage limitations. Xbox 360 used dual-layer DVDs, while PS3 used Blu-ray. MSG4 was the first PS3 title to use dual-layer Blu-ray disc to allow enough room to store the near 50GB game. Konami eventually felt it would not be manageable to ship the game on Xbox. So they're just telling us this is never happening then? It's just a fucking really weird story. So everyone always thought that Metal Gear Solid 4 was exclusive to so PlayStation. Does. Like, as if Sony had paid money, which you would think, because it only came to that. Yeah. But then you find out, what, 16 years later, that they did develop an Xbox 360 version. But once they developed it, were like, ah, but we can't do anything with this, because it, it's it would... I worked it out, it would have taken six discs... Which, granted, is a shocker. But, Surely they would have known that before. Well, that's the thing. So they spent time developing an Xbox 360 version of this game, which would have been no small task because the PS3 used cell processing, which was totally different. So it, was, it wasn't like you just... It's not like... It's a lot of work, basically, to make uh-huh. an Xbox version and a PlayStation version. And they made it, and then we're like, ah, but we can't do anything with this because it would take six discs. So, fuck it. Uh, and that game never came to the 360. That huge game that would have sold m- probably millions of copies yeah. never came to the 360 because it would have had to go on six discs. 
That's mental. Mm, crazy. It's weird that they would spend the time doing that, knowing that they would have to have, like, the distribution would need six discs, which probably is not really worth it. In yeah. The day, it? You would think at some point earlier in development they would have realised that and been like, Yeah, this is pointless. Aye. Or just go, fuck it, let's just put it in six discs then, because DVDs didn't cost what's much money. The, what's the game with the most amount of discs? I don't think I've ever seen one in more than three. But like a Final Fantasy? Final probably. Fantasy 7 on the PlayStation 1 was in three discs. Yeah. What was Metal Gear 2? Two. two. That's right, because it was the, near the tank, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It tell you to change switch it over. discs. Yeah. And then it made you switch discs back and forth later on. Oh, that's right. A it couple did. of times as if it was fucking with you. That's right, aye. Remember around about the time when it was like, oh, you've been playing for too long, maybe you should turn it off. Right, and then it would say stuff like, um, you should maybe go back to playing like Papa Rapa the Rapper, because it would access your memory card. Yes. And it would ah, tell you stuff, you you're would... like, how does this fuck, this thing's went sentinel. Well, you were, when you were fighting Psycho Mantis, Aye. he knew every single command you were going to yeah. date, and then how to get rid of it was you had to put your controller in the second port. Mm-hmm. How fucking in it if, if, is that? That is amazing, Massive. isn't it? So good. That was always the big ball story at school and when it said I, I figured that out myself and you're like did you fuck <laughs> Aye, right. nobody fucking did no I didn't no, did. no <laughs> but yeah strange story indeed um, okay that's all for this week's news we are now going to review Journey to the Mysterious Island so, yeah, following on from Journey to the Centre of the Earth, which was last week's movie pick, which we picked based on the walkabout mini golf's new course, which is inspired by the Jules Verne novel Journey to the Centre of the Earth. Um, yeah, we picked Journey to the Mysterious Island. So it's a sequel of sorts. Sean, the young boy in the previous movie, receives a coded signal from an uncharted island, which he suspects was sent by his long-missing grandfather. I'm not sure why he thinks this. Um but his stepfather, Hank, a.k.a. The Rock, um, joins him and they set out to pursue the grandfather, a.k.a. Michael Caine, and the island. They're the standy. Applaud! <laughs> very, very strange that a sequel comes out and it has an entirely better cast. Mm-hmm. Higher profile cast. Like, I'm not even saying, like... I, I, mean, I suppose certain people could argue, like, well, I don't think The Rock's a good actor. Right, maybe you don't, but what? he's a fucking expensive actor. Like, this is a sequel. How is it? How is it not good? Who says that? Okay. I'm just saying there might be people, do you know aye, what I mean? That like aye. would go, well, I actually think that, uh, what's his name, Brendan, what's his face, is a much better actor. And you could, folk could argue that. But if you added up the cost of the cast for this film and the original, you're mm. talking, what, maybe three times more? Mm. Oh, oh the budget overall must have been huge. Yeah. Have well, the CGI looked, was fucking great. Yeah, in we, this di- one. we dissed the CGI in the first one. This was like no, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, CGI was miles better. Wouldn't have been difficult to be. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, I mean, no, no, no. As, as are always been are always benchmark Jurassic Park. It was probably on par with Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's funny as well. Some good one liners in that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, The Rock always brings that, doesn't he? He sang as a wee song as well. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I saw that it was his idea to sing the song. Yeah. yeah. Well, he does. Yeah, he loves a sing song. He does enjoy a sing song. He has always enjoyed a sing rock, song. Rock concert. That's true. Rock concert in the middle of the film. <laughs> there you go. 
but yeah, in terms of cast, so you've got Dwayne and Kane, you've got Vanessa Hudgens, the main man, Louise Guzman, and the girl from Sex and the City as the mum. Louise Goodman was funny. He's yeah. fucking brilliant. See, as soon as I saw him, I was like, ah, yes, yes, can't nah. miss. I was so worried that when they got to the island, he was going to get go missing because I mm. thought, oh, that's going to be too many people. Five. I thought it's going to be the grandfather, the Rock, the boy, and the eye candy. Yeah. And I didn't think they would have the dad there, but he stayed the whole way, and I was so happy that everything's in. I just think he's hilarious, that guy. He's good, doesn't he? Yeah. He had most of the funny, most of the good lines in the film, I think. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because he was the comic relief, I suppose, wasn't he? Yeah. I've gone down, I've gone down here. Uh, before they went to Thailand, obviously, um, boy gets arrested, a giant car pulls up. I wonder who's in that. You know what I mean? See when he's getting arrested and then this big fucking... Big SUV. Aye, fucking unnecessarily like. big car pulls up. You're like, right, well, I wonder who that who's, who that's housing... And <laughs> the rock fucking tumbles yeah. out. If he's not going to fucking drive up in a micro, is he? Custom built car <laughs> just to fucking wheel him along. Um, I thought the boy was a bit of a wank this time. I thought he was quite endearing the first time, but he's a wee, bit, bit, of a, a wee bit of a dick this time. I know, but that's the character, I think, because Aye. he's he's a teenager. Teenager, yeah. yeah. What did you think of his chatting up skills? They were very poor. Yeah. Very poor. He didn't even do the peck bounce. Oh, well, that, that was funny. I enjoyed the peck bounce. <laughs> I yeah. bet you did. That yes. was funny. Yes, that was good. Like, we were laughing when that semen was on. Jess is like, I mean, you should try it. If he's what he's pulling, he should try it. <laughs> um, see when Michael Caine saves them for the first time, mm. right? Like, don't be wrong. You're not expecting realism in this film but he when he saves them he's got full tree trunks flying through the air to knock this thing out and i'm like you are frail as fuck how did you cut down those trees tie them up lift them up into the <laughs> lift them up into other trees set the traps at the exact I mean? right moment are we the pre-prepared that the, was more marking yeah. the right location and, yeah that and, was and more then the, I, they all lured them to the exact right spot it just happened to be the right bit where his logs were set up. Aye. Because in my head, he's quite a clever guy, so he could use leverage and all that kind of stuff to get them up there. But my concern was more that how is, uh, they've just happened to walk by the exact bit where he's got that set up. Yeah, in uh, real life that would happen, and it would happen a mile down the road, and you'd be like, oh, if they'd only went over there, they wouldn't get eaten. Exactly. Bastard. Aye. But maybe he's got them set up everywhere. That's true. Yeah, maybe they, they just swung the other way. Aye. So, Craig, fun fact for you. Okay. So the scene where they are walking to find the submarine, which is around 46 minutes in the movie, you can see the wide open space where they filmed Jurassic Park. So there's there's Jurassic Park DNA, pardon the pun, in this film. Yes. Yes, that's where the dinosaurs like do the stampede bit. Well, I'll tell you what's getting an extra star oh. when it comes to the reviews after that. Little nugget. <laughs> that's a gold nugget. <laughs> Do you like that? Yeah, very good. <laughs> I'm, on <fire. laughs> I'm so pleased too. So. I'm on fire. Um, so I've got down here. I don't know why, but I couldn't remember the boy's na- name, so I kept calling them Rock and Sock. Uh, so I've got Rock Sean. and Sean. Rock and Sock uh, swim to Nautilus. They go right through a bunch of jellyfish. Vince would call that a terrible manoeuvre. 
You can't swim through jellyfish. You'd get stuck. I don't think all of them sting. But I don't think they would be in a position to tell which ones do and which ones don't. Good shout. No. I wouldn't be taking the chance. No, I wouldn't take the chance either. What is the most deadly one? What is that called again? Need to know this. Can't remember. I just avoid all of them. Obviously, we stay near the beach, and so a lot of time when you go down the beach, they'll just fucking spread eagle in the sand, and you're like, gads. Do you know, remember, I don't know if it was me and you, but we took some jellyfish parts once and put the parts in the golf holes. No. So that when golfers put their hands in, they might be stung. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. No, that no, wasn't me, so. me neither. <laughs> <laughs> You're out there with a fucking scalpel <laughs> cutting up bits of jellyfish and putting them in golf holes. I don't know if it worked. I think it was when I was young. I don't know if it's We'd still... We'd probably heard it on the paper if it did. Uh, I don't know if it still stings if it's all cut up or that. Uh, but... You need to go back with like a plunger and try and fit a full jellyfish in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was you. Oh, well. I don't think so. I can't remember that. Uh, I'm not saying I would have said no if I was offered the, mm. if I was offered the gig. <laughs> <laughs> another bit that I thought don't get me wrong I'm, I'm picking out bits that I was like fuck's sake but I did enjoy the film overall but see when they they do get the Nautica or whatever it is uh, going the Nautilus ah Nautilus sorry and they go so they're fucking spearing right through the water mm. and then they just open up this bit at the bottom and basically gobble up the other three and you're like the fucking accuracy on that you know what I mean anyone else should have just spazzed right into them yeah. and murdered them all or not even seen them. Like, they just jumped in. They were like a random bit in the water. Yeah. Like, was, and you'd have had to time, time the, the speed to slow down as well so they didn't just bash right off the back of the Nauti- mm. Nautilus as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, I thought this one, it had more of a story, I would say, than the first one. It wasn't exactly, I don't know, War and Peace, but I think it had a little bit, a few more kind of nuggets, and I think it helped that the CGI was better. Mm-hmm. Like, that, yeah, that, yeah, whole, yeah. that whole scene with the lizard was cool. Uh, this needed to be better because this one was more mm-hmm. CGI, mm-hmm. so it needed to be good, and it was. It was convincing. Yeah, I just I, I'm very I don't know. I'm in, I'm really intrigued about the whole much bigger budget. Like they must have the the first film must have done all right to the point where know. they're like. Well, Brendan Fraser was a big actor by then, so yeah. 100%. But kids, I, kids would have loved to have seen this. I know, I mean? I f- but I feel like the first film must have done, like maybe overshot itself, and they were like, right, okay, let's give more money to a sequel. I'm surprised they've not made a third. Well, they did set up a third. Yeah. Because yeah. yes, in the film. Aye, yeah, I'd yeah, be going to, to, the go moon. to the moon. Yeah. Would it, mm, aye, because I thought, because there's plenty more books they could have done, and I was like, the moon? That's a bit weird. That is another Jules Verne reference, though, I think. Is it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine at this point they're making it because that I think this this film was what twenty thirteen or something. Budget for the first one was sixty. Budget for the second one was seventy nine. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. They're just better use of money. Holy fuck! Nineteen million for the Rock. Yeah. The Rock is so likable though, isn't he? Oh, aye. it's hard not to watch a film with the Rock and think that's yeah. shit. So I did think it was strange. So obviously, the only person that returned was the boy, mm-hmm. who was now a dick. And I, I thought, like, you went with a sort of similar thing where they had, like, a love interest, and it was Vanessa Hudgens this time, that's fine. Then they had the granddad, The Rock took the place of Brendan Fraser. I thought it was strange that the mum was played by different a different person. 
Yeah. Like. Well, not really strange because it was like five or six years later, isn't it? Maybe like technically in the real life. Aye, but I mean, it's a different person. I, I just, I wonder what the deal with that is. I mean, why would that, the, the woman that played the mum in the first one didn't have a big role and she didn't have a, the person that played the mum in the second film didn't have a big role. Well, they've got the rock in and then what happens if they've done like a screen test with that woman? It just didn't work. Well, I was going to say, I think that's maybe the reason they just didn't, didn't, it look, didn't, didn't it look, look right, right together. It, it, I don't think it would have looked right because I remember, remember. Can't uh, remember the other women being. It might not have looked right them two being together. It just might have not been chemistry acting together. I suppose, but it's just strange that the mum's played by a different. It's supposed to be the same woman, and she's oh, played by and she's played uh, by a different a different actress. You get that quite a lot. It was quite James a, Bond, man. That's true. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she, I mean, she, like for someone that was in it for not very long, like she's quite a big actress. Her Sex and the City girl. Not really. She not. You know who she is for Sex and the City, but what else have you seen her in? Other apart stuff. from this, <laughs> exactly. Thanks to me. Exactly. Sex in the City. <laughs> I'm sure Sex she's in another. the City, the film. <laughs> exactly. There's two things right. There's two things right there. I remember being in a horror film. Uh, can't remember. Sex in the City. <laughs> that was quite horrified. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was good. Like it was all right. It's one of those ones where there's not really too much to say about it. Like I would recommend you watch it. I thought it was. I thought it was it's a an decent enjoyable watch. film. Yeah. It was, and it's one you could watch with the whole family. Like I think we enjoyed it. There was some kind of jokes that younger kids wouldn't necessarily get, but also it was some a family. WWE references that some mm-hmm. just okay. uh, uh, there's bit there's something that the, when he first sees the plane, he says like "What in the blue heck?" or something like that. Is that not a reference? Oh, he did make a couple. Of, there was a couple of quotes in it. I mm-hmm. that he's stuff that he said during the wrestling a lot. Mm-hmm. There was sort of callbacks. Whereabouts is he in his career making this film exactly? Well, as I said to Craig, this is peak rock for me. This is when he's most attractive because he's not got the long long hair and he's not old looking like he is now. What? What do you mean the long hair? Well, not long hair, but when he had hair, like Jess (laughs) Jess prefers him bald. Oh, I hundred percent. He looks hundred percent. He looks almost like a different person, doesn't he? Like and compared... he's not too jacked up. Well, he is, but he's... He is. He's massively jacked up, but now he's jacked up in a way that you're like, how much stuff have you pumped into yourself to be that size at this age? Well, do you because... think he's got older looking, Jess? Oh, aye. Yeah, he... oh, you... no, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. He doesn't look as good? Nah. I mean, it's hmm. 10 years later, to be fair. I know, but I don't think he looks that much different to me. Not do massively, you... but do you, you can tell on his on face. Instagram? I used to. Why? What's he doing? Well, just you know, he posts more raw videos there, whereas I don't know. Oh, I'm seeing him in films. You mean? Yeah. Ah, I suppose. Uh... So, in terms of like timeline for The Rock, this was he filmed this after Fast and Furious Five, mm. and oh, just well. and before Snitch. So he was. He's. I mean, he's one of the biggest actors in the world at this point. Yeah. No. Good. Ah. Uh, yes. Year yeah. before. It was same year as Pain and Gain. Like, he's huge at this point. It was a good yes. get for them. They must have, yeah. uh, I tell you something, a, a whack of that 79 million went on him. Like, he does not come cheap. Because in my head, I thought this would have been a lot sooner. Like, in his career. Because mm. it uh, seems like a wee weird one to fit in, doesn't it? It does, aye. Like, it seems like the type of thing that he would have done, aye, early doors. Yeah. When he's only getting off of certain things, maybe, and he's mm-hmm. trying to work his way into it. That's a weird one to pick for me. Like, when he was doing the one with Stifler and stuff like that. Welcome to the Jungle. Aye. That's fucking great. Though. That is a good film. That is great. Yeah. When he had hair and he looked like The Rock for WWE though. Mm-hmm. Aye. That's a good film, actually. Yeah, And then the one, there's one 
think it's shown about the same time as well as Faster, that one when he comes out of prison and he's trying to get revenge on somebody. That's good. Yes. Because uh, that's quite, as the title should suggest, it's mm-hmm. quite a fast-paced film. <laughs> I still, one of his, one of my the favourite films that he's done will always be Be Cool. Yeah. I think good. he's just I've fucking excellent. Have you not? Yeah, I've not seen it. Oh, you need to watch that's it, Andy. the sequel to Get Shorty. Yeah, it? it's better than Get Shorty, mm. I think. I've seen it. Oh, he's so good in it. He plays like a bodyguard, a, but a he's, gay, he's a gay cowboy. Right. And he's right. he's so funny. And he's got a song that he's constantly trying to of get a record. He he's, that he's trying to get a record deal with. Do you think he says that to every director? <sighs> he's like, he walks up and goes, No, it'd be good in this scene. Any chance of a sing song? Gen- I've, I've got my ukulele in my star trailer. Genuinely, <laughs> anyone that's not seen Be Cool, it's an outstanding film. I'll maybe check it out. Definitely do. Okay, let's wrap this up and rate this one in terms of Scottish pies. How many Scottish pies would you have? Three this Scottish one? pies for me. Three Scottish pies With again some for me. Beans on top. Are you just kidding? Are you giving it a four because it's got Dwayne in it? Obviously. Jesus Christ. <laughs> four Dwayne's out of five. Yeah. Yep. Four pegs. <laughs> how many? How many Dwayne's do you think you'll give next week's film? Of. Oh. Minus double D. <laughs> but we're only going D. Are we only doing D? No. Okay. Well, you can't do the fucking sequel before the first one. Oh, no, okay. Fuck's sake. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my pick. I'm having nothing to do with this. It's my pick. We're going for Piranha 3D. 3D. But wait, we don't. Can we? We can't watch it in 3D, can we? It's available in 2D, don't is worry. It? Yes. But it was originally like a 3D film. It was originally released in 3D and non-3D, yes. As was 3 D, which is a hilarious pun. Jesus. Have you just shook your head? Sorry. Have you seen this film? No. Have you not? No. Oh, you're in for a treat. <laughs> Watch it alone. <laughs> <laughs> is this the Kelly Brook one? And the Hoff? Or is that Double D? I think that's Double D. I can't remember. Kelly Brook and David Hasselhoff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Combo. Yes. Holy fuck. <laughs> I that's think, no this one, no. I think it's the sequel. Right. So we're do be the... prepared because we'll probably do that too. So oh, we can't do one without have, the other. I think we're going to have to do the whole series, yeah. Jess. There's only two, don't worry. Yeah. We've, dig, we've dug yeah. ourselves I, in this I whole... think Kelly Brook might be the first one and Hasselhoff might be the second. I can't remember, but they're both superb films. Wow. So. Stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... <laughs> Jess, you went to the cinema to see this film. I, 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 not voluntarily. Not. You went. I I came with you. As... Right, simmer down, okay? I just said we went to the cinema. <laughs> not out of choice. I was forced. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course to come. Anyway, oh, <laughs> boom! I tell you, she's a pun master. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well, if you've got to be forced, love, you know, for Christ's sake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On that note, that's us for this week. Hope you enjoyed listening. As always, give us a review, little likes, and all that. Share with your pals. Not little likes, big ones. I want all the likes. Big likes. Reviews, mm. five stars, all the stars. Only if you enjoyed it, of course. Aye. 
Fight forever. Mm-hmm. Fight forever. Until next week, man. See you next week. Goodbye.